0: burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
1: okay round 2 name something that's not boring
2: laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire huh
1: ah It's Wednesday, September 29th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The pandemic has amplified the social anxiety that some young people are experiencing, and it was intensified by the isolation many underwent. They aren't necessarily scared about catching COVID, but just have the intense fear of being watched and judged. Eduardo Medina, reporter at the New York Times, joins us for post-pandemic social anxiety. Thanks for joining us, Eduardo. Thanks for having me wanted to talk about social anxiety in young people. It's something that a lot of experts say has been worsened by the pandemic. You know, just kind of these intense feelings of anxiety, not wanting to be out in public and around too many people. The interesting thing about this is, is that it's not necessarily for a lot of these young people, it's not necessarily anxiousness about catching COVID. It's just that kind of classical sense of the term, I guess, social anxiety, of just being out and about with a lot of different people. But, um, you know, a lot of young people coming into adulthood and kind of going through all these lockdowns and everything, these, this isolation made it a lot worse for them. So, uh, Eduardo, uh, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing.
2: Essentially, there are two groups of, of young people here in this story. There's those who already had social anxiety before the pandemic. And for them, they throughout the you know the whole year were indoors. And at the beginning, it was it was nice. It was it was a break from socializing. It was, you know, that's their fear. And so they didn't have to do that anymore. But what happened is that so that weakened their socializing muscles, and so now that we're gradually reemerging and you know socializing again, they are having much more time being out with friends, responding to texts. It's really deeply affecting them and those who didn't have social anxiety before the pandemic developed it or developed symptoms of that disorder throughout the pandemic and are now themselves you know when they go to stores, their hands get sweaty and 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 they stutter and order coffee, and you know these Don't sound like the most terrible symptoms, I suppose, but what happens is it can lead to wanting to just stay inside all day, not socializing, which can spiral down into depression, is what experts say.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, going through lockdowns was very tough, obviously, in a lot of people. And coming out of that, you know, a lot of us were rusty, right? Rusty in, you know, our personal interactions. uh, you know, handshakes was a big thing that's kind of almost gone now for a lot of people. You know, all these <laughs> right. type of things. But for some of these people, right, it, it, as you mentioned, some of these uh, symptoms might not be so bad, but it can lead to panic attacks, some more um, aggressive types of this anxiety.
2: Right, yeah. Well, just to, to, you know, to make that more real, if I can just talk about one, this one young man. His name's is Jared Winston from Tallahassee, Florida. He's 22. And his social anxiety got so bad that in May this year, this man was having four, averaging, I should say, four panic attacks a week. So he would get in his bed, he would curl up in a ball, and he would feel himself panting and sweating, and his vision would blacken, and he would have panic attacks. And that's how bad it's gotten for some people. And you know, that's just one example. And not all of them have panic attacks. And this is not every single young person with anxiety who's feeling this. Right. But it's a, it's a significant portion, and it's enough that you know, it's, it's severely affecting their lives.
1: When we talk about young people, you did make a a note of it in your article. So I appreciate that you're talking about young people. So typically they define that as very young, 13 to 25. So there's at least we have a good age range to think about when we're talking about young people. And, um, you know, some of these experts are saying, well, this is kind of their formative years. You know, they're still trying to figure out how to act in a lot of social interactions. And, you know, all of this is just kind of making it worse for the long term effects.
2: That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, you know, obviously adults are also, you know, older adults are also feeling social anxiety. But what's particularly troubling about young people is they haven't had the experience that older adults have in terms of, you know, practicing socializing. And so what's happening is because they don't have that experience, they're much more entrenched in their reclusive habits. And also, you know, their frontal lobes have not been fully developed. That's what a couple of scientists told me. And so that's also just going to mean that those who are between 13 and 25 are just gonna, as is, struggle more with that, and so it's you know it, it's 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 particularly troubling among that age group, like you say.
1: Yeah, you mentioned a little bit earlier, but in-person schooling was uh, is kind of a big factor. A lot of the, these experts say is that you know when you're doing remote schoolwork, you know you're obviously in the comfort of your own home, but now going back, you know, obviously uh, triggers a lot of people. As I mentioned too, a lot of the people that you spoke to, not necessarily. The anxiety of catching COVID. This is the, that just kind of fearful that people are looking at them. People um, are, you know, are maybe mocking them. It, you know, it's kind of this other uh, side of it.
2: It's a fear of being judged. Essentially, is what social anxiety is, and so school is just a prime hub for feeling that way for many young people. And so it manifests in many ways. Some students, experts say, you know, they don't respond back to professors' emails. They don't engage in the classroom. And so we see social anxiety, the effects of that spawning in all kinds of different ways. In this way, it's an academic sense, but um, that's exactly right. You know, it's, it, that's, it's just, it's spilled over into the classroom. And, you know, one particular university saw a 20% increase in Alabama of social anxious students, and that's enormous. And that's not entirely across the country, but it's safe to say that that's being replicated across, the, across you know, many different states.
1: Yeah, and they're having teachers keep an eye out for these type of students. And, you know, hopefully they can report something, help them out, you know, if they see that it's getting pretty bad. So so what do some of the experts say as far as, you know, trying to get over this? I know some exposure therapy, you know, part of it is you just kind of have to get out there and start interacting in the real world again.
2: That's it. It's, it's It's exposure therapy. And so that is very tough for a lot of people who have social anxiety to do it's directly engaging with that fear of, of being out, but the way, you know, it, it's in steps. So what one person told me, Lauren Ruddick, she's 27. She has started going out to restaurants by herself and just sitting at a table by herself, reading a book and order and eating food. And that sounds like the most mundane thing to many of us, but that requires so much courage and effort for people who have social anxiety. And, you know, that's just one of many ways that you can partake in exposure therapy, but that that's really the only way that experts have found to alleviate some of those symptoms
1: eduardo medina reporter at the new york times thank you very much for joining us thanks for having me i'm oscar ramirez and this has been reopening america don't forget that for today's big news stories you can check me out on the daily dive podcast every monday through friday so follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts
0: That pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartburn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.